0: Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's
1: time to awaken. Today we have with us our soul sister, Ellen Catherine Shamilov. She is an ascension teacher, divine healer, motivational speaker, and the pioneer of the quantum enlightenment system. You may know Ellen, she has actually co-hosted an episode with me before, and we have also had her on back in 2021. Ellen has become a dear friend of Mandy and I's, and we are excited to have her back on for her to share with us about this amazing system. Welcome, Ellen. We're so happy to have you again. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and for some reason, I feel like the last time we had you on... You were also wearing yellow.
2: I had a feeling you would say that.
0: Yes. Yeah, so
2: what attracts
0: you to this yellow?
2: I don't know. I feel like the energy just it's bright. And that's how I'm feeling this morning. I guess again, because you and I yeah. are connecting. So maybe yeah. something with us.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, the yellow, Shanna, but that's that chakra. Creativity. Confidence. Yeah. And
2: purpose,
1: passion, which really reminds me of Ellen's system
0: you know and I want to add to that it also felt like an experience Mm. yes what was your experience like You know, I went into it pretty blind. I'm so open-minded that I don't ask a lot of questions and I trust you. So I was like, here I go. I'm putting the pillow down and I'm going to lay down and I'm just going to soak it up. You had sent me some information to begin with that had like some questions. During a time where I was going through a lot of really rough stuff in my life, and I felt like it was part of the purging process. Like it helped me to really purge some deep emotional trauma and thoughts.
2: Mm, That's interesting. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And how did you feel after?
0: I would probably use the word lighter. So when I started it, I wasn't very grounded. I, for some reason, colors are coming to me today. Say like I started in kind of like a ungrounded dark place. And then I ended up like feeling lighter, like more yellow, but I started like in a darker blue. I know that Mm -hmm. sounds like really weird. I don't know why colors are coming to me today, but I just felt heavy. And then after felt lighter.
2: Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that feedback. What about you, Shanna? Well,
1: I have really enjoyed working with Ellen because I feel like this system is something like I've never done before. So it's not like something you can go down the street, make an appointment and do. This is very unique, very deep. It's going to bring awareness to things that possibly you did not know still existed inside of you. It brings awareness to different levels of your consciousness, of your soul, of your body. And Ellen is so empathetic and so compassionate during her work. Like she really, really cares to help her clients move past their stuckness that may be holding them back from leveling up really enjoyed the system. In fact, her and I have played around with even doing it opposite of each other. Like she worked her... on me.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. And I taught you so... how to do it so you can do it for me. It was so crazy to actually be in the opposite end of it. I would love to add this to my practice. Like this
1: is something that I feel like if a healer or anybody who has any kind of practice when it comes to like energy work or, you know, healing modalities, this is one that I feel like if you're ready to go up a level in healing, like
0: this is, this is it.
2: Yeah. And I actually, that was my goal. It is my goal to eventually be able to teach it to other practitioners so that they can be able to bring it into their practice. Because ultimately my mission is to impact billions. Right. And the way I can do it is to bring this out to the teacher so that they can be able to bring this out to their clients and essentially help change the world.
0: And when she says that, when Ellen says that she doesn't mean that lightly, that's truly what she wants to do is help change the world. And that's inspiring in itself. So Ellen, I feel like this has been a process. This isn't something that just comes down and you put it out and it's not like this easy process. This has been over a year. So this has been what over a year and a half, a couple of years.
2: It's been actually. It started through my own journey trying to build my business. The reason why I say that is because this program was literally downloaded <laughs> to me after I've been through all of the experiences that I've gone through. So, example, you know, I've had problems in my marriage when I first got married, and I've had, you know, a lot of other health issues that my husband and I were both trying to deal with our own. And as I was trying to build my business, that was my thing that got me into my self-development. And I kept trying to find different ways to heal myself so that I can heal other people. And I kept going through one program to another program to another program. And I didn't take all those classes. I didn't take all those programs. I just kept trying to find someone. I was in that seeking stage. And it was interesting because there was always something inside me that felt like, no, that's not right. No, what this person is teaching, something's missing. Ugh, everybody is just concentrating on the brain. Everyone keeps saying, just keep on changing your mindset. Change your and I tried that. I changed my mindset. I tried to be positive, but it didn't freaking change my vibration. It didn't actually change what experiences were coming to me because I was still experiencing car accidents. I was still experiencing all these things that were trying to teach me something. And I kept on hearing, all right, take this piece. I kept hearing to save that, to save this. And I would save that. And one day out of nowhere, it all came to me. Everything kept flooding through me. It came into a format That obviously I added my own things into, you know, the life lessons that I was talking about and, you know, the other things that I was learning throughout my journey in self development, you know, about the Hebrew phonetics and everything. It just flew together so quickly. And I was amazed. I was amazed because I was like, holy crap, I've been doing this for so long. I had no idea why. And here it is. And then I got scared because I felt like this was too much. It was too powerful. It was like there was something there. I was so scared of myself because of the power that it held. So I used you guys as my guinea pigs to start. (laughs) And um, I'm so grateful that you guys let me do that because it helped me to formulate it in a way that was a little bit more, I guess, integrative for other people, you know, because we tried it all in one session. And then we started breaking it up and I started noticing the little changes that you guys had. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't think they see it. I I don't remember exactly all the little things. I just remember I kept putting it in my head. I'm like, they're telling me about this. This was definitely from work what we did. And it just starts to unfold. And it was interesting, Mandy, that you said that you were purging so much. And it was probably because at that point, because you had so much going on, this just helped to release it, which is great. But ultimately, I had the idea and, you know, obviously, this is its own thing. It's got its own magic. So my understanding is that it's not meant to make someone cry and release to that point. And that's what I wanted to kind of bring out there as it's unique, because, you know, we go through past life regression. We go through these ancestral lineage clearings. We go through all these hypnotic states and whatever and I feel like that just brings you into that stage of what happened and you have to feel it again and and that's what I was I was like this doesn't do that it's not meant to do that it's meant to release the things from your cellular memory record and yeah in between sessions and which is why I give you the tools to use on a daily basis in between sessions people are going to feel things come up The reason why I give you the tools that I give you is to help you to gracefully go through those emotions without feeling like it's dragging you down. I had in my case studies who refused to do the tools that I gave her. It was a light code activation that I had created originally, but there's a reason why it's there. And there's a reason why it's so powerful. And when you use it on a daily basis, especially when you're going through quantum enlightenment system, it's. Going to gracefully help you move through that because it's taking it out of your field, right? It's taking out of your field and it's building your body and your etheric body to be stronger, to hold more light. And when you have more light, you have less density. And so that's the whole process. And she refused to do it. And she was going through bouts of depression in between. And she would be messaging me and telling me she doesn't feel good. She's feeling depressed. She's feeling anxious. And I kept asking her, are you doing the tool? Nope. So once she started doing the tool, once she started doing the activation, the light code activation, she stopped feeling all of that. And she started feeling much better and was and was able to release all those things and, you know, the beliefs and limitations and was able to get to her next level.
0: Mm-hmm. So wow. Shanna and I are pretty big advocates on you have to feel to heal. So mm-hmm. what you're saying is this is taking it like super deep into a cellular level and you still might feel, but you're not going to feel like to the point where I like how you said, drag you down, crying, can't get out of bed. You're not like detoxing heavily. You're gracefully able to handle it.
2: Yes. I love the way you put that in words because that's actually the way it is. I mean, to me it was, maybe you don't feel it, but maybe it's because you're so gracefully going through it that it's not, you can't even realize that you're going through it to that point. So yes, absolutely. No, no.
1: So the quantum enlightenment system is working on the cellular level, right? And you're also working on like the light body. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Ellen is very intelligent, y'all. She uses very big words and <laughs> and I get stuck on big words. I'm like, uh uh, uh like <laughs> She dials it down for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got to like make up new words, but can you explain
2: this cellular memory record? I'll try to make it super easy. Yeah, sure. Um, So as you know, we're all connected, right? We're all fibers of light. And how does that happen through DNA? So we're all connected through DNA. Our DNA stores all information from past lives, from different dimensions, all of it. We all have this oversoul, right? It's this energy of ours that we choose to come into with certain frequencies. Okay. So with that, we come in with about six to 10% activated light in our body. Can you imagine six to 10%? That is so little because we are so disconnected from source, right? God, source, whatever you guys want to call it. This is the ultimate God is the power. It's not a person in the sky, It's just the powers. So when we come into this physical body, it's very dense, right? All these years that we have been incarnating, our DNA stores all experiences, including traumas, emotions, because it's all on a polarity scale. Our DNA stores all of these things, and that's from your cellular memory record. So when we're coming into incarnation after incarnation after incarnation, we're carrying. All of those things. And sometimes we are our ancestors, right? We say ancestral lineage, but we could have been that person from another lifetime. And we're holding on to the memories and the experiences from all lifetimes, all incarnations. And that's how the connection happens because even if we are not our ancestors, we are still holding that lineage and we're still holding that light. We're still holding the oversoul. Yeah. Of the other energies that have been going through the incarnations, clearing the cellular memory is really, really important because it's not just the brain. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like, it drove me crazy to constantly go through all of this research and the seeking to see that everybody was just talking about their mind, and I thought it was my ego that just didn't want to do it. And I was like, you know, everybody's freaking crazy to just think that it's their mind. How do they not realize that there's still more there? And I finally, when I came to this, pro- when this program came through, I understood, holy crap, it's the body. This is what they're missing. It's the body that's holding to all of this information in our mm-hmm. cells, in our cells, in our DNA. That's how microscopic it is. It is all in there. And that is where vibration comes from. If you are just changing your mindset and not releasing those things that are held in your body you are not going to be able to vibrate at a higher level just through your mind because your body and your mind, they work together. Your mind actually controls what chemicals
0: to tell your brain. It's not the other way around. Okay. So I have a question for you. If you're coming here with this body, Mm -hmm. it's the body that's carrying the cellular memory from past lives.
2: Yes. Because what happens is you have an etheric blueprint. It's your light body, right? The the grid work or the sacred geometry, because that's what it's formed out of that brings together your physical, your emotional, mental, and spiritual being. Okay. Okay. So when you have your etheric blueprint, it is kind of like your body is like a computer. So the etheric blueprint is like a computer, right? And that is like the template that stores all the information into your body.
1: Right. So that's how okay. your DNA yeah.
2: cells get activated with those inf- with that information. Okay.
1: Gotcha. So it is like it's not the body; it's not your body; it's the DNA. Correct.
0: <clears throat> okay. That means Perfect.
1: And so, yeah. And this is also I was thinking about. Well, two things I was thinking. We're working in the Akashic field, obviously, because that's much what it sounds like, and then. I just think that's so interesting because when you think about like with past life regressions, oftentimes people can connect like asthma or something to their current life, maybe from a past life or like the moles, you know, that somebody has on their body sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, can be evidence of a past life. So I think that that's interesting how sometimes it even physically shows up that evidence of that cellular memory.
2: Yeah, and if you think about it, People come in with contracts for certain physical ailments. And no matter what you do, it's not going to get healed because it's meant to teach you something that happened in a past life. It's Mm -hmm. meant to take you into another level. And that gets unfolded throughout your your journey as you're going through it. You start to learn, right? Because I have asthma. So it's funny you mentioned that. But I have asthma and for years, my husband's goal was for me to get rid of my asthma, so that was one of the things that we were looking for. And that brought me into inner child's work. It brought me into anger management. It brought me into I don't know whatever else we did. Uh, divine healing, other type of healing modalities, Reiki, like literally everything that we could think of that had to do with like healing the past lives. I also went to past life regressions a lot of them, and you know they all told me there was drowning involved things that you can't breathe that you're holding on to grief there's all these things and you know you think about it all the things that i've done to heal we did other retreats as well to emotional healing with you know beating things up and crying and screaming and <laughs> meditations i even did um what's that thing called where you drink the medicine ayahuasca yes that i did that several times <laughs> and honestly i just came to the point where i accepted the fact that i am here with asthma And I take it as I'm learning how to breathe. I'm learning how to stay in my body and breathe and be safe and to trust. And whether it's going to go away or not, that's not my goal anymore. My goal is to see beyond what it's here for and to understand what it's bringing me. And that's another thing that I talk about when I have the quantum enlightenment system in the sessions, there's always these teachings that come through for whatever the person is meant to hear. And Mm -hmm. if they're meant to hear it at that point, I will tell them if they're not, I just go through it and I teach them what, whatever is meant to come through, but it's the teachings. It's the understanding. It's the, it's the seeing a different perspective of your experiences. It's the life lessons, right? It's not superficial life lessons that, Oh, um, I got into a car accident. The so next time I know to slow down, it's not those types of lessons. These are real deep lessons. And I like to call them ascension lessons, because essentially when you go through your experiences, every experience has a lesson attached to it. When you go through these experiences, you can finally be able to understand what your lesson is that you're learning in this lifetime. And stop bringing those lessons with you in other incarnations, so we can all become the light. Because essentially, that's what we're here for. Now, we all want Mm -hmm. to activate our light bodies, be able to transmute our bodies. Do you understand what is going to happen to us? I don't think you guys understand the depth of this. Like our dense bodies are going to be transmuted into crystalline light bodies. It's very different way of being the way it used to be back in atlantis Hmm. yeah or even before that you know what this sounds like this sounds like quantum epigenetics
0: (laughs) (laughs) the same thing in different ways (laughs) like what's the end result are we all walking around like light beings are we do we all you know go to the next level what 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 does the end look like if if truly everyone could activate their full light
2: when, when you activate your full light, yeah, it'll be like Lumiria. We're all going to have very different bodies than we have right now. It, there, it won't be this dense, this density. Yeah. Um, it'll right. be kind of like, from what I see, kind of like that ghostly kind of thing. Yeah. But I can't say 100% because I don't know. It's just what I see. We're going to be simulation. Almost. The actual ascension process that we're going right now is just so beautiful because We're actually experiencing something that we have never in all of the existence of earth has experienced before to transmute our dense bodies into that physical light body, because we came into it at first as a light body and then went down into density, but we've never done the opposite. And that's what is going to be such a beautiful, like right now, right now is the time to start it. This is, this is the time to spearhead this because when you start clearing out all that shit from your body and you can start to really activate your light body that'll go from generations and generations and generations so that when we are ready to actually be that it'll happen
1: that's awesome you know what i was doing some research on some history i don't know why or where i found this but they were talking about how at some point before christ I mean, people like would levitate, you know, they would do all of these very mystic things because they didn't have the density in the body. And so it's, it's truly amazing. And even saints back then, and I know this from doing some research a long time ago, like levitation and like that kind of magic was part of the criteria that would, give you the justification of being a saint and it was stuff that we just can't even imagine you know why
2: if you had the belief if your body held the belief like really programmed belief that you are safe to levitate and that you are able to levitate regardless of how dense your body is because there are people with dense bodies that levitate if your body held that belief and your mind and your body were in sync on that thought In that program, you would be able to levitate. All right, well, let's do that next session. (laughs) I believe that will be such a fun experiment. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going
0: to be levitating. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) I wonder if subconsciously that's what like Facebook and this metaverse is trying to create right now because I spent all weekend going down the rabbit hole of finding out about like these new realities that are being created right now, the digital real estate that you can buy that one threw me for a loop last week. It's really turning strange right now. Like this shit that's about to come out. It's like, what? Oh, girl, the the metaverses (laughs) that they're creating, they're creating metaverses right now. You can go create an alternative self in these other universes where you use the NFT artwork, you buy digital real estate, you have like superiority in this universe, and you're you're living somewhere outside of yourself, but in another universe. That's where our world is going right now. No, 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 no. Dangerous. I wanted to bring a very tangible experience that I've had in this life to our listeners that aligns with what you're saying.
2: Okay.
0: Um, first of all, y- you've got my my mind really thinking a lot about how you're right. We hear our whole lives about how we only use like not even 10% of our brain. It's always about the brain. So it, w- it, so it would make sense that we're not using all of our soul's life because we're not connected to the source. So thank you for putting that out there for me to think about, because that makes a lot of sense. My experience was when I went in to do EMDR and you know, I have asthma too. When it would rain, I wouldn't think about the rain. I wouldn't panic about the rain. My brain didn't have any thoughts about the rain and my body because of cellular memory would react it would start making my lungs flare. It would start making um, my breathing heavy and it would trigger a lot of asthma. So when I went in to do the EMDR, she said, that's because even though it's not your brain, it's your cellular memory remembers that when you had those those huge asthma attacks in the past, that it was raining that day on both times and so your body it's your body that remembers that experiences and somehow in your brain your brain has connected the two. So is that a good example of cellular memory in this lifetime?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why I said you can change your mindset all you want, but your brain I mean your your body remembers everything and it's going to start reacting. This is why changing your mindset doesn't change the frequency. That you emit it doesn't change your overall. It doesn't get you to a higher vibration, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what we're all talking about, getting to a higher vibration. But it doesn't do that.
1: Say, hey, let's do this now. So I, I'll do an example of like an ancestral one. So not of this lifetime, and then we'll do a soul one.
0: Okay. So yeah, it.
1: an example. I'll use the the Vikings. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Dupin Trin's contractor. It's a disease of of the hand, and it causes the hand to come in inwards. And they call it the Viking disease,
2: um, and it is told connected
1: me it. to people from like Norway, uh, who are Norwegian. And Jamie has this, and they say that it actually started because they were uh, fishermen and stuff, and in doing all that. Well, Jamie works with his hands because he works with his hands. He is now triggering that system that causes that disease. And so therefore he has this, it's debilitating. It really is terrible. Mm. And so that's a perfect example. Would that not be of cellular memory of like your ancestral or
0: genetics?
2: It could also be the contract that he brought in because of that. something that he had to clear from the ancestral lineage. So remember that sacred contracts are a big part of what we're doing here our light bodies carry all that information. So if he decided prior to coming here that this is what he was going to experience, then yes, it definitely is because that's part of the oversoul that he brought in into that physical body.
1: I've been trying to tell him that everything that he's doing is all his agreement.
0: and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Do genetics fall into that same line of cellular memory?
2: I would say yes, because that's what we chose. You know, we choose all of this. And it's in the beginning, when you're first going through this journey and you're thinking, why the hell would I choose that? That's your ego talking, right? It's not your spirit. It's not your, your, your oversoul telling you, Hey, you know, this is the experience. People don't want to accept that because they, they think that life is just meant to be happy go lucky. Honestly, what I've learned, it's not about how life is meant to be. It is how we are reacting to every single situation. If we could take all these bad things that make you angry and look at it and say, okay, I accept this. This is just what I, you know, what is happening at the moment. This is what is coming here. Maybe this is what I chose, whatever. Fine, you let it go. You can see that the things that happen after all fall in line, it falls in place where it's meant to be. Because it's an experience. How are you going to handle this experience? How are you going to take this, per- this perception and shift it so you can really understand what it is and clear out whatever is holding it in your body? hmm. Can
1: you give us like a, or can we all come up with one, whatever, but of something that would be more cellular memory, that would be more specific to like, say your soul, like a past life or the evolution of your soul.
2: The examples you gave are already that everything is all part of the cellular memory. Okay. Okay. Because as you are holding this oversoul, that is bringing all that information into your cellular memory. Okay. Your blueprint carries all of that information. Your light body carries all that information. It's that template that we all come with. Okay. I was just thinking of like
1: timeline, how to show like, you know, it could be in this life, it could be in your genetics, and it can also be like in your past lives. It could be in your soul's evolution.
2: The example that you brought about Jamie, that could have been a past life where, so clearly, yeah,
1: it could have been okay. him. Well, Same I guess him. it could also be like when a person brings in like natural gifts of art, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, you're just a natural artist. You don't
2: think that we could naturally bring in something that makes us a dick? Okay, well, let me tell you this. I mean, totally. If you're talking about like, let's say naturally good at art. Okay, so let's say for me, from what I understand in in all my past lives or in my other you know the planets that I've been to and whatever I've always been a teacher I've always been the wisdom teacher the one who's bringing in information and that is what I came here again to do so this time it's now coming to earth because earth is going through this big ascension and we're now having to bring these higher beings to to the earth plane to be able to bring these wisdom teachings into you know the for other people to to be able to integrate and and to see into the consciousness yeah and to expand their consciousness
0: okay so ellen's going to hate me and and it's okay i'll i'll take it i'll accept it <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to play devil's advocate really fast on something because that's just what i'm good at apparently all right here we go I want to challenge this, the, the thoughts though, because from the research I've done and from my own experiences, I have found that thoughts from my mind and mindset does have a frequency. It does have a vibration and it has 100% helped me. Mm-hmm. So playing devil's advocate about you saying that, that that doesn't change the cellular memory. So, and tell me if, if what I'm about to say is correct. Maybe it helps us in the, our experience now, but what you're saying is it doesn't change that cellular memory, Is that correct? Correct? Okay. Well, not only, that our thoughts
1: can equally hurt us, right? Could have been our the reason thoughts? why we're
0: effective in the first place
2: that we're trying, you yeah. know, it's like the ego helping the ego. so let me let me clarify. I'm not saying that the brain doesn't do anything. The brain and the mind, uh, the brain and the body work together. They have to work together. But okay. if, if the brain, if you're just challenging your brain to think positively, but you've gone through so much that your body is holding on to something else, you can try to get away with thinking positively. But in the long run, all the experiences that come through to you are still not at the higher vibration or you're not experiencing it at higher vibration. You're not gracefully going through it at a higher vibration because you can't you, you're just, your body is still going through that trauma. So it's still contracting and reacting to the way it did when you first went through the trauma.
0: Okay. So I'm, I'm really liking where this is going because it's going back to one of Shanna and I's very basic thoughts when we first started Sense of soul podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is experience is truly where the shift happens. So so, and, and, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like your system is helping connect that mind and that body so that you can change yourself on a, in a cellular way through an experience.
2: Yes, Awareness. Um, it brings the awareness. Absolutely. Correct. It brings the awareness to what is actually happening. I had a case study who, She was not a typical person that I would accept, but I trusted that she was brought to me for a reason. She needed a lot of help. So I said, you know what? I will go with it. She was very much in victim mentality for a very long time. It took us maybe six or seven. I gave her more sessions than I would in when I originally started because I knew she needed that help. And I really, really, really wanted to see her get the results this was free when I was doing the case study. So I was constantly like, let me try to do something to help her. So it was very interesting. Cause if you guys remember, as we go through each session, we're constantly going through the timelines, right? And we're trying to see where is it held in the body? What is going on? And then what I noticed with her, which was, very interesting. And like I said, this was the case study for me to see what is this bringing? I, I constantly was shocked because she had the same timeline, the same area, the same pain throughout all three sessions. And for the first three sessions, I kept hearing what was going on with her, but I was not able to tell her. She was not ready to hear what I had to say to her. And finally, when we got to the third session, yeah, I told her we're going to go deep now because now you're ready
0: because okay. we were
2: able to clear a little bit of the layers that mm-hmm. were holding her into that pattern. So she, she would not be able to see it. No matter what you tell someone, if they are not ready to receive that, they will not receive it.
0: Okay. So how were you getting this information? Is it, that was that the, is this the intuitive piece of your system? Is that is you as the vessel, you knew just like when we're doing energy work, we know things and Shanna will leave little breadcrumbs for them, but lets them figure it out themselves because they're not ready to receive kind of the same thing. So I connect
2: myself to the very high vibrational beings and obviously also the angels. So there, there are different levels. They're <laughs> the medical core. If you guys ever heard of that, they're from a high vibrational ship that I'm connected to somehow I didn't know how I just knew that when I was doing my own light body when I got my own light body. There was this connection that I knew I had to have with those beings, and so when I brought that into the quantum enlightenment system, I always get everybody into a very sacred space. I clear my energy, I clear their energy, I get them into a sacred space so that nothing can come in between that there's this veil so that nothing low frequency energies or attachments. And then I do my own prayer and connection to be able to get those beings here with me. And obviously, I work with the Akashic field. So yes, I am connected to hear all the information and see a lot of the things that are happening with this person.
1: Yes. And let me tell you, I felt that it was very relaxing too. Like, not only are you bringing awareness to maybe some things that are not so fun, like Ellen will ask you, like, where do you feel your fear or pain? You know, these kind of things, you're still relaxed. You're just aware of where these are. It's almost like you're in an investigation of your own mind, body, and soul.
2: I get you very connected. I get you very connected to your body. So those are the things that I've learned of how, and I, if I intuitively hear this person needs, this this person needs that, I will automatically tell them, breathe, drink water, you know, whatever it is that they need to do at that very moment to shift where they're, where they're at, because sometimes Mm -hmm. people are very attached to their ego. They, they, they'll, 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 it'll be hard for them to like,
0: let go of. Yeah, it was, it was hard for me at first it was hard for me because us humans like to make everything more difficult than it really is. (laughs) I remember Shanna and I calling each other and I, you know, I just tell it how it is. I don't sugarcoat shit. And we, I was like, I don't know what the fuck she had me saying, but I was saying it, but in my mind I was thinking, wonder what this means. So I had to like really become present you know, I had to really, because I, and I'm also a teacher too. So I wanted to know what every single little thing meant. But the reality of it was, I felt like overall, I I needed to just let go and trust it.
2: Yeah. So it is very interesting because I always expect someone to ask me what all those words meant. But yeah, I feel yeah. like after the session, everyone's like, forget about it. I don't even care. Yeah. I'm just too relaxed <laughs> or tired and I
1: need to go rest. Yeah, you, you do need rest after it's like one of those things that you don't want to go run to the grocery store right afterwards. You kind of need some downtime, but can you explain how you determine what the belief programs are that we have or what these things that are blocking us in our cellular memory, how do you
2: determine
1: um, what a person might have?
2: All right. So we spoke about the light body, right? The light body is basically a blueprint from which your physical and your subtle bodies are formed and from which your life's journey and soul purpose is made to manifest. So because of that blueprint, we all come with a name. Our name holds an energy, a frequency. And it comes, it really is intuitive name. So it's not by chance that your mom decided to name you this or whatever. Your mom named you, your parents named you, what, you, what they named you, because that was bringing in a certain energy, your blueprint for your life. Okay. Because when you break down your name in the Hebrew phonetic with using the Hebrew letters, when you break it down in the Hebrew phonetic, you start to build the Merkaba or the star of David. And it is in a 2d version. It's the star of David in a 3d format. It's the Merkaba, which is our light body. It carries all the information of what you're meant to experience your physical karma or challenges your spiritual karma or challenges, your goals, your talents, all of it, and your actual mission or soul destiny in this lifetime. A lot of people do these types of readings, but I do it very differently because when someone comes to me, what I concentrate is I look at what the limiting beliefs are that are held in that blueprint. So I created the chart that has all the information based on each blueprint, what limiting beliefs a person would carry. And I am still at awe when I work with people to see what limiting beliefs they have in their actual birth name. And then if they have an overlay, which is basically another name that they use, if you omit a middle name and you just go by your first and last name, or you change your name completely and you have a new name, that's considered your overlay. You've created another energetic frequency template that you are adding in addition to what you already have. And sometimes that can be good because it can help to transmute the other one, but most of the time it'll bring in more energies and it's not by accident. It's not by accident. People do this because it helps you get into your experiences that you're meant to get to. So you can actually be able to transmute it. So that's where I get it from their blueprint. I see the limiting beliefs and using the life lessons, like I mentioned in a previous podcast together, each life lesson or ascension lesson has emotions attached to them. So through the process, I start off with the limiting beliefs first, and then I go through the emotions because the emotions hold the limiting beliefs. So we do it as a process through clearing out Emotions, limiting beliefs, two, three times, depending on how much, you know, whatever comes up. But I always go through the process each time over and over again.
0: Can you kind of talk about maybe what that process looks like? Because if I was listening, I might think that it's like journaling or hard okay. work. Okay. No, yeah. no, no. no
2: work. <laughs> okay. So when we get into the space, as I mentioned, we would first start off with a prayer. I would get you in your own visualization first. I would get you in a pyramid of light. I would keep you in your Merkaba. I would keep you in that uh, safe space where you can really be um, connected to your body and not have anything else you know, really interfering with the session. Then I get you grounded. So we do another visualization where you're grounded. I then connect to my beings so that I can help you and be the divine instrument, release any karmic ties that we may have that might stop me from giving you the best service. Um, And then I get you connected to your body throughout the whole time you have your eyes closed so that you are still in your body and you are going through each thing that I say, you are telling me how you feel. And I'm taking notes. This is pretty much how that session goes. Then as we go through each one, if I hear stop, your body's had enough, (laughs) I will intuitively know how much to go through with you. In one session. So this is why I break it up. And in the high vibe life blueprint call that I offer, complimentary, it's also my gateway to know whether we're going to be a good fit to work together. I check to see, first of all, if you have a blueprint of an overlay or two, we start off slow because that means that you've got a long, long list of limiting beliefs that could be playing out in your life. I what I notice actually a lot of times is one name could be really like taking over mainly and you'll feel, you won't feel your overlay name or you will feel your overlay name in the beginning. It's kind of like when you're peeling an onion, right? You can't go to the other layers until you peel the first layer. So what I do is I check to see what your birth name is. I check to see what names you're currently going by. I check to see what your limiting beliefs are. And then I'll check to see what your life lessons are. What emotions are you working with? Will tell me what life lessons you're working with. And it'll help me to understand where we're going to go with your sessions and how we're going to be able to peel those layers. Throughout the clearing in the sessions, I give you things to repeat after me because we're asking to break contracts to remove certain etheric devices or crystals or whatever it is that's holding your density down. That's basically disconnecting you from the light. And we're asking to reprogram your body with higher vibrations so that it can hold higher vibrational energy versus the lower denser energies.
1: Okay. So so you're using the Hebrew alphabet.
0: We yes. were literally just—I was just looking at this two days ago. Of course, synchronicity because okay. Shannon and I were talking about the the, the word Vav and Raw, and um, that just happens to be you know her last name. And I texted her and I said, "It's so interesting to me that the letters hold value."
2: It is similar to numerology. Because you're using the ancient language, yeah, and they call it the language of the gods. Yeah, it's so it's very interesting.
0: Beautiful. As yeah. I was
2: learning this myself and seeing what, what people are going through and why yes. certain people have overlays and why people are going through certain experiences, it's like,
0: wow, can you are not have changed
2: your name. <laughs> but it's always fun. I love to look at my name over and over again on the chart, because there's always going to be a new, again, another layer that you're going to be able to see and and really take in and understand about yourself and your chart. And also a different identity that you're going to be posing at that time in your life that is being
0: shown to you through that blueprint. Okay. I got to get to the good stuff. What about the, what are these benefits? Like what can people expect? Can it help with, or is this also a process? I know you said each session you kind of stop where people need to stop. You know, like lately I, I say this a lot, but fuck happy. I say fuck happy because I don't think happy is a place that we can stay. And we've been conditioned to believe that we are all supposed to just walk around happy all the time. Like what are realistic results and how do we become and use as much of that light as we can through this system.
2: Okay. We're going to go into the deep stuff now. So, as you go through this process, because we're activating the light body that is actually shut down because we are in these physical dense bodies and because we've had contracts to keep ourselves disconnected from the light, you can expect number one, that you're going to have a dissension. <laughs> and what a dissension is, is more of your soul your spirit coming into your body, okay, that will disrupt a lot. I'll give you an example with what's going on with me. When I became a light body surgeon, after creating this, by the way, just by working with the high vibrational beings and getting into that next level and peeling all those layers, I had a huge dissension. It changed the way I wanted to eat. It changed the way I wanted to live. Like I'm always having this, hunger for more. And it's because I want more light. I have this hunger that I keep trying to fill with chocolate and chocolate doesn't satisfy me anymore. And I'm shocked because I'm a chocolate crazy fanatic and I can eat chocolate all day long, but now it's like, Nope, don't give me chocolate. I don't want it anymore. What's happening to me is I have to actually remove my thyroid glands because it's holding so much of the energies that need to be released from the body. So what happens is when things get into the physical, when you already have a physical ailment, that means that it has penetrated this energy of whatever has been happening has penetrated so deep that it's gotten to the physical body. You have to be able to do both physical and your spiritual work. So physical healing through whatever holistic means or doctors taking your probiotics, taking whatever it is to heal the physical body and the spiritual work. They work together, mm-hmm. especially okay. if it's in the physical already.
0: I have to ask you then: Is that what happened to your the last times I spoke to you? You were going into the hospital. It was during like it was like all this shit was being released to you. I'm wondering if it was from this system. And you were really upset about like, why do I need to remove this piece of my body?
2: Yeah, it was the appendix.
0: Oh yeah. The appendix. Yes.
2: And I was crying my eyes out because I was like, why is this happening to me? I don't know. I do all this work. And it literally took me so long to actually accept and understand that our organs sometimes are just so damaged and fried from all of these things that we are holding on to. And so- at a certain point, we can just say, "All right, I'm letting it go, lovingly letting it go," because it was holding on to so much, and now my mm. body's saying, "I'm done. I can, I can release it." Wow. That's the way I see it, me and too. that's why yeah. I've accepted, you know, this whole thyroid thing that I'm going through right now. It literally happened that I've had this thyroid um, nodule for four years, did not bother me at all. All of a sudden, I'm doing this light body surgeon practitioner course all of a sudden, like I'm seeing this lump on my neck and I'm thinking, oh my God, did this thyroid nodule just grow? And it grew tremendously from what it was. And I feel it. And I'm thinking, holy moly, this is now something I have to get surgically removed. It took me again, some time to like, it didn't take me a year. It just took me a couple of weeks to like really sit with it and understand that our bodies, we are holding on to so much that if we decided before coming here that essentially this is what we're going to be doing to help our future generations to remove all these things that we're holding on to, if I'm the vessel for that, then I accept it. And I allow it because I know I'm releasing the energies.
0: Yeah. So-, so Ellen, what other benefits are there?
2: Okay. So pretty much you activate your light body which means that now you're ready to step into the next level you. This is this type of system is geared to help people, light workers, healers, people in that spiritual space that have already done some work because it is really a type of something that's gonna get really deep in and you need to be ready to know that this is what you're doing. Because if you're stuck in that victim mentality, number one, it's gonna be very hard to be able to work through it. It'll work. It'll just be very hard and a long process to get through it. But it's also meant to really gear you into a very next level you. It activates your light body. It clears out the density that needs to be cleared out at that moment for you to step into who you are and activating the light body just really means that you can activate the talents that you are here with, really hone into your gifts and really be able to step into the mission that you are
0: meant to play out in this lifetime. This is reminding me of one of my original writings and visions I had. And tell me if this aligns with you. It's like the God, source, whatever you want to call it, the goddess, whatever, in the sky, this energy field. We all forget to plug ourselves into it. (laughs) You know, we're all like disconnected. And I, I wrote about how you want to turn on your light. You got to plug yourself in, right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you can think about the etheric body. It is disconnected and the etheric body. Oh my God. I can't even begin to like, there are so many wires and circuits and everything that has to be actually activated the right way. And every time you go through a level, the template can be replaced because it'll just be so shot you know, you need to replace that template so that you can be able to hone in more of your light. The goal here is to really embody more light. So as you release this density, that six to 10% that you came in with grows to 20, goes to 30. It keeps on getting higher and higher in percentage. So you're holding more of the light quotient. And it gives you more of that opportunity to expand your consciousness so that you don't have to be fearful in your life so that you don't have to feel like you're controlling everything. You're finally going to be able to feel liberated from everything that you've thought in the past, from trying to like live your life in such a controlled manner, from getting angry. For example, for me. I used to get angry every time something didn't work out my way. I'm like stomping my feet and thinking, what the hell? I did everything right. And now when something doesn't work out, I just sit back and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let this ride out because I know what's going to happen. And it works out perfectly. So why get yourself in that motion of worry, anxiety, fear, depression, and this nervousness when you can just gracefully accept everything, see that things are going to happen in such a beautiful way and allow it to really just take you. It's like you get a significant leap of consciousness and a greater connection to your intuition. So it really does help you get to that next higher level perception of what's really happening and how it's unfolding.
0: Maybe these light beings, (laughs) Angels slash aliens they talk about in the Bible or are the people that had the one hundred percent light activation. I don't know about
2: the <laughs> Bible. <laughs> I can say that a lot of the things from the Bible are good teachers for us because there's something there that is connecting all of the the history of what is happening with to us now
0: and mm-hmm. what
2: happened in the past
0: mm-hmm And all the books that were left out too. <laughs> so, Ellen, I have this—I have this vision of like after the end of all these sessions with you, like I'll have like rays of light coming out of my eyes and my ears and my boobs and my <laughs> every hole in my body.
2: <laughs> or it'll just be activating your angel wings. <laughs> well, what's very interesting is the first round
1: of stuff that I did for the first time I did the system with um, Ellen. I was really, that was like the first time I ever had like even that ET contact was going on around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then so I was a guinea pig like two weekends of in a row, some of the classes that she was taking. Mm-hmm. And they were pulling recent. shit out of me and plugging me in and calling on medical core. And it was at that time that I was heavily receiving. Information about the goddess Sophia and divine feminine. So, there's something to be said for my own personal experience. You may not know that it's happening, it might not be the throwing up, you know, destroyed feeling that you might get during like ayahuasca or something like that. But, all, I mean, both times I tell you, my vibration was
0: off the chart. So, well, I mean, ayahuasca always seems so violent to me, like to the body, like us humans want like direct results. They want to like physically be able to see like, oh, I'm detoxing it out of my pores or I'm throwing up in the toilet or I'm, I woke up and all of a sudden God and angels were on my ceiling. Like we're so programmed <laughs> to want what I want and want it now. It, it happens gently, which makes sense, right? Because why wouldn't our light be gentle to us?
2: Why would the angels want you to suffer? Yeah. And you're not meant to suffer. You're not yes. meant to suffer when you go through a healing. And a lot of people are programmed to believe that this is going to be painful. And in order for me to like what we said before, in order for me to heal, I have to feel, but you don't have to feel in that sense. You can feel and you can let it go. You can gracefully, when you understand I what it's there that. for. When you understand what it's actually there for, what the experience was there to teach you, you don't have to feel sad about it because there was a lesson. There was a lesson that is so incredibly powerful that it makes you just see things so differently. It's like, "Oh, then that's what I was telling you about that case study client that I had. She was not ready to receive that the first three sessions, and then finally we went deeper and she finally got it. And I was like, Oh my you god, know, I'm so happy I, that
0: I waited until this moment to tell her. I love that you said that. Wow. That's because if we had if we picked up a phone right now and called a hundred people and we'd say, when you hear the f- hear the word healing, what, what do you think of? And they would they would say like that it's Same. difficult, that it's scary, yes. that it's painful, that it's traumatic. Yes, 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 absolutely. Why can't absolutely. healing be? beautiful and calming and serene and graceful. It is It is a beautiful system. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you.
2: Yeah, it really is. What would be someone's first step if they were interested in maybe doing this? Um, So like I mentioned before, they would go through on my website. And obviously, I guess you'll have the link as well to the high vibe call. So it's a high vibe life blueprint call. I give you a little taste of what it is. And a lot of people are going to tell me that you know they've worked on this limiting belief, they worked on that limiting belief, and sure enough, when we start going into the work, you'll start to see that your body is actually still holding on to it. And so, that's what this high vibe life blueprint call is about. Um, we connect through Zoom, um, and all of our sessions are actually through Zoom as well. But we connect through Zoom, and it's about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, it depends on how much you know is actually there and what I'm guided to do at that time, and sometimes. During the high vibe life call, I'll actually hear if a person needs a little clearing at that time. So what we do is we see if you're holding anything in your body and if you are, we're going to choose the timeline at that moment, the timeline will come to us at that moment. And it also gives you a taste of what each session looks like. So I still get you in your sacred space. I still connect with the higher beings, I still can see things that are going on. Sometimes information will flood through me that I have to be able to tell you because you need to understand. And then the next step after that is to work with me so that we can get into a space of clearing it. And part of working with me is, yes, we do the six sessions and they're for the first three, it's one week apart. And then after that, because the body is now clearing out more density. And that's also from the addictions that we have, because we go into the physical body as well. Um, ailments that you have are also connected to certain timelines. And so you start clearing that out and that can help alleviate symptoms of what you're going through. So I'm not going to say that it's going to clear your physical ailments, but definitely it helps to liberate some of the symptoms to get you at a higher vibration. And also if you've learned the lesson behind it, then it also does help to alleviate it. And then, We get into the activation. So that one is upgrading your blueprint. So those do need 10 10 days apart from each other. And in between sessions, I give you access to me because I want to be there to support you. So, you know, if there's anxiety or something that's coming up, aside from the tools that I give you. If something comes up for me while you're talking to me through Messenger or through WhatsApp, I will definitely be able to guide you. And I've done that with all my case studies, and I've seen that it's really helped them. So I don't let you just go after the session and, you know, figure it out for the week. I'm definitely there for support. Yes. Yeah, she is.
0: Do people need to be in a certain space, like spiritually, do they need to have already gone through awakening? Do they need to know about the light body, the blueprint? Do they need to believe in Akashic records or can they just, anyone come to you at any point of stage of their life?
2: So I will say that, like I said, if there's someone who feels very called to do this work, I'm not going to turn them away because they were meant to work with me um i know that part of my journey was for me to actually step into my power and accept the fact that i'm here to spread this wisdom and be able to give people this type of healing and so the original thing is you know as a catalytic healer i'm calling upon light workers and healers who are feeling stuck and overwhelmed or who are still on their journey, or even if they've already have a really good practice and they want to get to the next level. It's all of that that I help. I've seen that I've helped all the practitioners get into my space to get into their next level. But if someone hasn't done so much work and they're looking and they believe they're a light worker and they are looking to get to their next level. Um, the first step is to get into the high vibe call with me. And I would intuitively get an understanding if they are a good fit and they would also have to feel comfortable with what I do because, you know, I do work with a lot of things that people don't understand. And if they're willing and open to, to that type of session, like you guys were, then I'm all for it.
1: And, you know, naturally, which I thought was so amazing was that, you have attracted healers and light workers. It's not like you said, hey, I only want to work with light workers and healers. But these are the type of clients that have naturally come your way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It actually, this absolutely. is what I said. Like it took me a really long time to accept that because I thought, who the hell am I to teach teachers <laughs> all of this stuff? And you know, as I activated myself and went through my own journey, I thought, wow, I actually have to accept because my blueprint said that and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm obviously not ready for that. But now, as I've stepped into this fully and really understand it, I've seen all my testimonials are from, you know, practitioners, except for that one Mm -hmm. case study that I mentioned. Everybody else, and she actually was starting a spiritual business. And that's also another thing, actually, that I forgot to mention. I usually help people when they get to the next level. There's something that they want to do that they haven't been able to do yet. And that's the beauty about doing the last session. It actually opens up that space. Remember, I think we did that for you as well. Before, um, when I first started, it opened up your confidence to release your podcast because you were already starting that. And we were talking about how you can be more open to it. And then finally, like it started flourishing, you were releasing some things and then you started to be okay with releasing your other podcast episodes for the ancestral yeah.
0: lineage. Ellen, I was just going to tell you, I don't know why I don't always do this, but I felt like I needed to pull a card for you. So I pulled one, this beautiful one. Oh, the butterfly Ooh. victory, success, rising up. From the dark and tangled branches emerges a butterfly. New life takes flight. If you're not reveling in joy of success already, you will be soon. The six of wands is a card of victory, of rising up against the odds. The obstacles have been relentless, but now is not the time to look back upon them. The more pressing question is, where will you go with your new set of wings? Wow. And I will tell yes. listeners, if you go back and listen to when we had her on the first time, and then where she is today, there's a huge difference. Like, I love seeing your confidence. I love being part of your journey, even though I have been horrible at keeping in touch because I was going through my own. I love seeing how, as a teacher, Ellen has also taught me that when you're building something to put out into the world that you know is your calling, that you're going to go through stages of questioning it, breaking it down, rebuilding it, And it's a huge journey and process. And to see where you are today, Ellen, with it and how it all came together has been really beautiful. And I can just see it radiating out of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And I just want to let everyone know as well that another benefit is, you know, that card was not just pulled for me. That card was pulled for the other benefits that you're going to get when you do this work. Increased yeah. self confidence, ability to send and receive love, acceleration to 5D consciousness, deeper connection to spirit, flourishment, um, success, all of it. That makes sense because
0: I did when I went to pull it, I wasn't specific to you. I would say it was specific to the program and the conversation and you.
1: I also feel like it's imp- as your soul evolves, so will your work. So if you are a healer, if you are a light worker and you're in this work, as you evolve, well, so will your work. You know, and so that's exactly what's happened to Ellen. She's on this high vibe level because, you know, that's where she's at. And so if you want to get to that level, you need to make an appointment or a call with her to get your soul blueprint and get started with her system because it's amazing.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate both of you. Honestly, you guys were a huge, huge part of where I am today. I've had so much support from the two of you. If it weren't for you guys, I don't think I would be in the same space or as fast because, you know, you guys are my soul sisters. So I really love you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, Same with you, girl. Shout yourself out, your website, where people can find you, how they can get a hold of you to set up a high vibe conversation.
2: So the website is www.catalytichealing.com. I have it everywhere on the website to book the call because that's the number one way to reach me. So you can just schedule it on by clicking on the link. And I also have my Instagram handle and Facebook as hashtag catalytic healing. And yeah, that's pretty much how they can. reach All right.
0: (laughs) And now it's time for break that shit down. I
2: encourage you to trust, to follow your heart, to really feel into, if you feel called to contact me, to work with me, if not, that's fine. I want you guys to really follow where you're meant to go so that you could be a part of this big change that we're all going through gracefully.
1: A woman. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Love you, Ellen. You look beautiful. It's so good to see you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love you. Okay. Thank
1: you so much for having me on again. This is Shanna from Sense of Soul Podcast. Join me and my spiritual sleuth team as we take a deep dive into the divine feminine. In Sense of Soul's new mini-series available only on Patreon, The Allegory of the Divine Goddess of Wisdom.
0: Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken.